When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case Watch. Confirming the body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Well, this is Jill from Chicago. I am a creep. And I just want to tell you guys you're awesome. Uh, I've been creeping on you since Gabby Petito. I found you. And love the podcast. You guys are wonderful. And have a good day. You have a good day. You have a good day, Jill. We're so glad to have you as a creep. Every time I hear creep, I go back into, I'm a creep. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't. He's I won't even sing the rest of the song. Oh, hey, Mark, guess what? What up? So, you know, our crime creep, uh, Teresa Tuggle. Yes. Uh, she is the one who sent us that beautiful four leaf clover. The one that's in my hands right now. Yep. And she's, I had mentioned that I would like one for myself because this one stays in the studio. And she did not disappoint. A whole year later, in the mail came a four leaf clover just for me in a frame that's sitting at my home. And she said, Hey, Charity, bet you thought I forgot this. Good luck. So, thank you, Teresa. Thank you. I'm so excited. Do you know why mine's better? Why? Because mine's the original one. But hold on. Hold up. Wait a minute. Don't go there because I ain't with it. No. No. Because that one was for the both of us. But because it stayed here, it was addressed to Mark and Charity. You have coined that one as yours. See what he does, guys? See what he does? I do. Well, we're back, though. This is also mine. That's what she said. And this one's mine. That's what she said. Oh, see, mine's angry. Mine was just Yours angry. is like, Arr. But do you know what's not angry? What? HelloFresh. <gasps> guys, if you guys have not used our code, because, by the way, that's a, like, really good deal. It is. Uh, I made more than one of these dishes, and one of them was the brown sugar b- bourbon pork chops. I'm now a gourmet cook. Just saying. I'm just saying, guys. But all you have to do is the follow the look on dr- your face. <laughs> because you're I like, was so uh, excited. I'm like a gourmet Mark, look at the picture. I even plated it just like that. So weak. I did not plate mine like that. I I wanted it to look identical to the gourmet deliciousness of this, and it was. So just- That's funny, because that's the same exact one I cooked. Really? It was phenomenal. Was it divine? Divine's a lovely word, guys. It was delish. Delish. I thought it was pretty cool. So uh, hopefully, you know, you guys out there are enjoying it as well, because that's what keeps us afloat right here. Absolutely. And before you get into your first thing, Mark, I do want to apologize for being off last week. But, you know, life gets in the way and we're back now. We're back. We're back. And better than ever. I'm in the singing mood today. All right. So this is what happens when we have a week off. Mark wants to sing. I do. And what I've else been do you want to do? Super, super busy. And what else do you want to do, Mark? Because you told me about this story when I walked in, and I had not yet heard about it, so I am very interested. I want to read a story that is ongoing right now um, from Hopkinton, New Hampshire, which I 
lived in Warner, which is right next door to Hopkinton for a long time. Okay. And this kind of like sketched me out a little bit. So this is currently ongoing, breaking as of Monday morning, and they're still going now, and they just released some more information on it today. So New Hampshire State Police are investigating the body of a woman found on Interstate 89 on Monday. At around 12.15 a.m., State Police and Capital Region Fire Dispatch received a report of a person on the ground in the breakdown lane on the northbound side of the highway in Hopkinton near mile marker 7.2. The initial call was reported as a motor vehicle accident with somebody who may have been ejected. (gasps) The body was later determined to be a dead woman, which Hopkinton Fire and Police rescue teams confirmed. State police have not been able to identify her. She is described as a white female with fair skin complexion, strawberry blonde, red hair, and blue eyes. She is described as between 18 and 30 years old, about 5 feet 1 inch tall, weighing around 111 pounds. The woman was wearing a neon green colored fingernail and toenail polish. An alert said that she had a tattoo on the small of her back of a bird feather with birds flying out of it. It's actually, um, which makes me wonder because it's kind of a fish tattoo. Okay. Birds of a feather fly together. So it's a bird. It's a uh, bird's feather that's sideways and and then the... Feather pieces come up and create birds that come out. It's related to fish, the banned fish from Vermont. Oh, okay, okay. State police also asked the public to report any uh, suspicious. Sorry, I'll leave that in because Charity likes when I mess up. I do. State police asked the public to report any suspicious behavior by an individual or a motor vehicle on the northbound side of I-89 between 11.25 p.m. on Sunday and 12.15 a.m. on Monday. Anyone with information or any other details about this incident is asked to contact New Hampshire State Police at 603-MCU-TIPS. That's 603-628-8477. Or send an email to mcu at dos.nh.gov. That's mcu at dos.nh.gov. You can also contact uh, contact the New Hampshire State Police headquarters at 603-223-4381. So let me get this straight. So we don't th- the this woman uh or young woman is has not been identified, identified which nope. is so sad and they're not releasing a cause of death just that it looked like someone was ejected. Massive head trauma. <gasps> Oh, my God. That is all that they're saying, that there was head trauma, blunt force injuries to the head. They have not released any pictures of her from the the shoulders up. They have actually released pictures of her tattoo, so you can see the actual tattoo that's on the small of her back. Oh, I hope someone didn't just do something horrible and just throw her out like trash. That it would be horrendous. Oh, 100%. What really, really bothers me here is this is somebody's loved one. How can we not? already have a missing person on this person. I, I don't know, unless this person, again, we have talked about these things over and over. Yep. Run away, you know, uh, somebody who has a family that doesn't care about them, which is so sad because everyone should have someone to care for them, whether it's family or friend or whatever. Yep. I, I drove that interstate every single night coming home from work wow. for years. Wow. Right by that single that spot. You know, who knows? It may not even be anybody from around here. It may not be. That's Interstate 89 is a great route to travel when you want to dispose of something. It is very minimal traffic late at night that goes through there. And like I said, it was first initially reported of a motor vehicle accident with ejection because you just don't see somebody laying on the side of the road. No, and and when when did I? Sorry, when did they say she was found? Was it the next? She morning? was found Monday morning. Okay, so it must have been done that in the dark, and then nobody... she was not there before eleven twenty five p.m. Okay. on Sunday, and she was discovered Monday morning. So sometime between at twelve fifteen a.m. So in between that almost forty five minutes, that's when that's all this it took. Has happened. Wow! Oh, that's so sad. I really hope that you guys, if you know anything, please. So from what I had read, that state police had gone up that that corridor corridor of interstate right there around eleven something the night before, and nobody was there. Ugh. And it was found by somebody driving a truck later on that night. It's super sad. So if you guys see something, say something. Yes. You don't know. Your tip could be the one that solves this. That's and helps. right. Find out who this uh, person is. Yeah, that's right. Just like actually uh, people have been sending me the Madeline McCain. We just talked about yes. that, the little girl. 
they, they're they getting closer and closer to hopefully finding her remains, I think, which is horrible. But these parents need closure. I put myself into that situation Ugh. in my head. And I, I think it always comes down to even know how sad it would be. I always would want to know. You want to know. Yeah, you can't not. It's the not knowing because all those things that go through their mind, I'm sure, are horrific. You just, oh, I don't know. It's so sad. I, I don't. My biggest fear in life is something like that happens to somebody in my family. I know. I know. It, 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 it freaks me out every single day. You can't day. even think about it because if you do, you'll just make yourself crazy. So, guys, just like I said, if you have any information on this woman, that's 603-628-8477. Please do your part because your tip might be the one that solves this. Absolutely. So we have another little kind of update on a, a case that we touched upon and um, Zachary Hookstra sent us this. Yep. We haven't heard. What's up, Zachary? Yep. Hi. He said we can call him Zach, but I always say Zachary because that's. Hey, 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 Zach. Anyways, Mark, do you remember the name Taylor Shabusiness? What? You don't remember that? I do, but I'm trying. I, I can't place from where. So this is from Inside Edition. Uh, we talked about this briefly. Okay. The Wisconsin woman accused of murdering a man, sexually assaulting his corpse, and then dismembering his body and seeking to suppress statements she made. She's seeking to suppress statements she made to police in the wake of the alleged meth-fueled massacre. So his mother found some of his parts in a bucket, I think. Oh. Yeah, if I remember the story correctly. So let me just let me just read this a little bit. Yeah, I think I need an update. So Taylor Shabusiness and her attorney were in court on Wednesday after filing a motion to dismiss a sexual assault charge ahead of her upcoming murder. Taylor Shabusiness and her attorney were in court on Wednesday after filing a motion to dismiss a sexual assault charge ahead of her upcoming murder trial. The judge later ruled for the motion to be unsealed, providing harrowing new details about the attack and providing a glimpse into how Shabusiness might defend herself against that charge if the judge rules against the motion. Shabusiness is charged. Mind Shabusiness. <laughs> that's guys, that's exactly now. what he did last time. Yeah, now I remember. Shabusiness is charged with murder, mutilating a corpse, and sexual assault. Her arrest came after she told police that she murdered Shad Theron dismembered his body and sexually assaulted his corpse. Oh, she has pleaded not guilty by reason of mental disorder or defect. And in the unsealed motion obtained by Inside Edition Digital Claims, she, she quote, blacked out while confessing her alleged crimes to police. All right. I need to talk about this a little bit. I go right ahead. I'm waiting. This is bull crap. Yes. Bull crap. She was completely out of her mind on drugs. Did something horrific. All right, Charity, hold on. Meow. No, wrong one. There we go. Give yeah. us your ruling. Yeah. She should go to jail forever. This is ridiculous. I, you mutilate a corpse when you're in a drug-fueled maniac. Yeah, you were mental at the time because you were on drugs, but you chose to put those darn drugs in your mouth. So no. Nope. Nope. She nope. better mind her business. She better mind her business because I'm telling you. Seriously, I uh, oh I ha before we get into another case that we touched upon that I actually reviewed the whole case for us. Oh boy, um, I have uh, a little something else to uh, talk about, and this was sent to us by Morgan White. So hold on a moment, please. Let me just let me just get into this. Okay. I think I think the people are going to find this interesting. So the the. This is KTRE ABC9, and the bold print, as I like to say, says, man shot roommate in fight over Hot Pocket, police say. Oh, I mean, I get it. See, guys, I say this all the time. When things involve food, I get very nervous that it's going to say Mark's name. Mark Podry, arrested Co today. Co-host <laughs> of Crime Podcast. Oh, my God. All right, ready? A Kentucky man is facing charges after police say he shot his roommate for eating the last Hot Pocket. Hot Pocket. <laughs> Yum. Clinton E. Williams, 64, of Louisville, was arrested on one count of assault. Police say Williams got mad Saturday night because his roommate had eaten the last Hot Pocket. He allegedly started throwing tiles at his roommate. I mean, I get it. I really do. But shooting, come on. Maybe I mean, the maybe the tiles because that maybe hopefully wouldn't really hurt him. It'll just show him that you're. Do you angry. realize 
how come on you've got kids <laughs> like i would come home from work and i'd, I'd be dreaming of like oh i have one last fudgicle in the freezer i and cannot wait to go home and eat this and it was gone and you get here and it's gone i mean i'm not saying murder is okay because no, it's not it's not okay but i would throw tiles at somebody well listen the roommate told police so clearly the roommate's Alive, thank goodness. What, what kind of hot pocket do you think it was? I don't know. Let's see if it mentions it, and then we'll <laughs> and then we'll talk about what kind of hot pocket. The roommate told police he tried to fight back, but was starting starting to leave when Williams went back into their home, got a gun, and shot him in the backside. <gasps> that was reported by Wave W A V E. Oh, wait a second. Does this look better? Yeah. Do I look? Hold on. Okay, let me read the rest of it. She's holding a, a interviewer <laughs> microphone. The victim said he went several blocks away to get help. Do I, do I look like a... um? No. Oh, okay. Never no. Let me put it down. Not to finish reading. Sorry, guys. That was just for my own entertainment. That was. Williams was arraigned Monday. A not guilty plea was entered. <laughs> I don't know how a not guilty was entered. I mean. And bond was set at $7,500 cash. He was ordered to have no contact with his roommate and not to possess a firearm or any other weapons. Must make that living arrangement <laughs> a little tough. So, guys, let's as Mark says, let's unpack this just a tiny bit. Right. Mark, if you were to get extra angry over a hot pocket, what hot pocket would it be? Oh, pepperoni. Pepperoni? Yeah. All right. I'm going to say something that's going to really upset you. What's that? I've never had a Hot Pocket. <laughs> heck is wrong with you? I don't know. Here's my problem with Hot Pockets. Uh, see, I knew this would turn when into When I was when I was a, a younger lass, we should say. Isn't a lass a lass a lady and I a lad is the I don't know. Boy? When I was a young lad, I don't really care. Oh, okay. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Is it? I Did I just so. learn something new? I yeah. was 44 years old when I learned Hold on. that. You keep talking. I was a young, when I was a young lad. Yes, you are right. That is correct. When I was a young that, oh, lad. Wait a minute. Can we, can we take that out? You were right. That. Hold on. Ready? Charity. You were right this one time. No. <laughs> All right. So I would remember going into the store and I remember when Hot Pockets came onto the market and you had pepperoni. And you had ham and cheese. I was right. Just got it. Go on. Sorry. I already said you were right. <laughs> He's rolling his eyes. Oh, he doesn't gosh. like when I interrupt. No, he no like, hot pocket for you. He doesn't like when I interrupt him talking about food. All right, the, continue um, on. You would go in and then, you know, they, they blew up. Like they were, they were a global phenomenon. And then you'd see them start to take over the freezer section. Oh. They would be one row, two row, three rows. And then there was like a door full, then two doors full. I was, and it's so funny because I didn't know you were going to talk about this. I was in Market Basket, which is our grocery store of choice in the Northeast. 
Um, I don't know. Other people got like Piggly Wigglies and all these other places. We have Market Basket. In Hannaford. And we have Stop and Shop. And we have Shaw's. Shop and Save. And we have Super Walmarts. And we have, okay, sorry, I'll stop. Go ahead. Yeah, but Super Walmarts kind of suck. Like they, you go there for like weird stuff. That's all, all you really get there. Especially our one in this town. Like our one's horrible. I, I will avoid our Walmart at all costs. Mark, there are people across the country that are crime creeps that have excellent Walmarts, and they get a little upset when you talk down upon Walmart. I'm just saying. I love Walmart. Just don't be a scumbag. But anyways, moving on, I went into Market Basket the other day with Kristen, and I looked at the Hot Pots Pocket section, and there was like literally three little rows. Really? Yeah. They had like three different kinds. I was like, man. Another hmm. brand that has fallen so fast from grace. <laughs> like they were taking over the freezer section and now nobody cares. <laughs> the way you just said that was really funny. Well, they used to be really, really good. Have you had a, You've never had a I've hot pocket. I've never had a hot so pocket. Never. I actually prefer the Walmart store brand ones. Really? I actually have a freezer full. I'll make you eat one before you leave. Uh, I'm going to send you home to? with one. They're, actually, I don't want to share them with you, so never uh, mind. That's rude. <laughs> I only have a couple left. That's rude. The, uh, they're going in the trailer, so I, that's where those are going. I have a fridge and everything going into that thing. So, <laughs> Hey, Mark. Hey, Terry. I have something really quick to talk about before we get into this case. Go for it. So Go, go Charity. Go for Mark. Go, Charity. Go, Charity. Go, Charity. Oh, sorry. So, anyways... Um, I would like to tell you that you already know this and I'm not going to go into detail, but we, um, I recently had an experience with a medium and, you know, someone who believes they can hear from people who have passed on. Yep. And I was told some very interesting things that were very believable, but I do, I am a believer of those things. And I kind of want to know from the creeps. If who is a believer, who isn't a believer, has anyone had any like experience, ghostly experiences? Mark tries his best to never have a ghostly experience, as we know from earlier episodes. I still to this day will run out of the basement really quickly. So after the said medium, there was about 16 of us. Uh, I was told to sage the area, and I did. I saged it with my same sage that I used to sage myself with when I left the other studio. That is so funny. So as to no one would follow me home. I love, hold on. We got to have the awkward silence. Hold, ready? Hold, please. Okay. Why are we doing this? Why because we... It, you're really awkward, and I love the fact that you really believe all this stuff. What? God, all right. This, this, come on. You don't believe in any of this. No. You don't believe no. in signs from people that have passed. No. Nobody who's passed has ever shown up in a in a, a dream of yours. Yep. Yeah, uh, like a dream, but yes. That that's them trying to communicate with you. I'm pretty sure my dad tried giving me a hot pocket like five years ago in my sleep. See? Yeah. There like, you go. He's like, Mark, remember the pepperoni hot pocket. See, guys, do you think that I'm just a weirdo? Which we all know I am, but Yes, we all. I'm think okay you with are. that. I'm fine with that. It's why I love you, though, because you're, <laughs> you're, you you believe this stuff. I do. Kristen does too. Because I know Kristen, she does. She had that experience with the, the medium that the guy, like the woman, called out my dad's yep. name. Yeah. In it, and my dad didn't have a very common name. And how did that make you feel when she told you that? I was like, yeah, that's interesting. Moving no, on. that's I, not what she told me. I had to make her feel good about oh, it. Oh, stop it! But I don't really believe that stuff. Well, what are you gonna do? Not believe it. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> Anyways, that, that was just a random question that I had been thinking about, wondering what creeps might believe in that kind and what think you it's know, just hokey pokey. I have to do my Mark stuff here. Okay. Because I always do. So there's this new commercial on TV. It's been on for a couple months now, and it annoys the S out of me, so I need to share it with was everybody. Was this the one you were just singing I earlier? Was. Yeah. So let's see. How does it go? I have type 2 diabetes and I'm wearing it well. Got a little something <laughs> story to tell. <laughs> and that's the dance One she does. One daily Jardian. I can't. I'm lowering my A1C. The freaking commercial. All right. I, I, wanna, I literally want to take the remote and throw it through my TV every time that commercial comes on. I'm a fat guy. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this by saying I'm a fat guy. <laughs> so she's in there saying like, I have type 2 diabetes and I'm wearing it well. 
You have type 2 diabetes because you eat like I do. I'm lucky I don't have type 2 diabetes. Actually, all my friends have a bet when I'm going to tell them I have diabetes. This is how much they love me. Oh, no, they don't. That's horrible. Have you ever watched my other show? It's all we talk about. I don't want you to have diabetes. I don't want anyone to. I'm at the racetrack this weekend uh, because that's my full-time job. I'm at the racetrack this weekend, and I literally I left my house on Thursday. This is now Saturday at like 4 o'clock. In the afternoon, I hadn't eaten all day. Um, I was setting up a, a big production for TV, and then, like, I literally go and get myself a cheeseburger, and I'm on my golf cart, and I just kind of go over to talk to one of my friends <laughs> with your cheeseburger. And I, I pick up my cheeseburger, and I start eating it, and I look to my left, and three people have their phone, and they're going like this. They're videoing. They're you? taking pictures, saying we're putting these on Facebook. I'm like. I haven't eaten all day. Oh, they need to stop. Do you want me to come to the show and tell them to stop? They will just laugh. They think it's funny. They like to pick on Mark. Well, I mean, that. I mean, I do have a joy for that as well. So I, mean. I think everybody does, but I don't care because you guys, everybody can pick on me. It's all good. So I was thinking that we really, there's a couple, there's a couple of sh- things we need to do when we come out of the super busy season for you. We have more than one creep that wants to do a mental health show. We've talked about Ooh, this. Yes, that would be good. Um, domestic violence. Um, is one as well that people would like to come on and talk about, which I think is that very is important. That is one that I 100% want so to do. So if everyone, I, I know we've been saying this for a while now, but honestly, like this is a really busy time of the year. So we're trying our best to get the episode, these episodes out. Well, I can, what I, what I will do is if there's anybody that has one of these episodes that they would like to participate in, I, like we don't have to be, you know, secretive of when we record we record uh usually every other tuesday yes at usually be you know two o'clock yes it's a little later today because i had to del- get something delivered to my house and i couldn't. and we can do it virtually so, yes, so wherever you are um that and i also think at some point when things calm down a little bit we should just record our regular episode like we did that one time before yep. but with the cameras on us so people can see the stupidness that goes on <laughs> Right now, I know. After the studio, right now, up. I'm looking around my studio, <laughs> and there is literally crap everywhere. Charity had to go between boxes. I did something. Something touched my bum. Well, when I yeah, in. it was probably that pole. Oh, well, you got to remember. So How I rude. closed down one studio, and I brought a bunch of stuff here, and I just got a a big ass enclosed trailer delivered to my house today because all this stuff is getting set up in there. Yep. So all, well, not this stuff because this is a separate studio, but all the other boxes are all going in there. So they we'll get out of my we'll house. just clean up enough behind us that whoever calls in right? doesn't see the, they don't the see clutter. They don't want to see my closet behind you and my stuff. No. Actually, that's a box of uh, Case Watch stickers behind you. Oh, it is? Yeah, there's a couple left. What Mark likes to do is when we do um, actual live recordings and we have the green screen, he likes to put the little bookcase with the and he asks me what picture is above it. It's a picture of a, a bird. But he asks me to specifically say what kind of bird it was. And I have to say cock. Because that's what kind of guy Mark is. <laughs> Cock-a-doodle-doo. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Okay. Without See, the, further ado. You guys ado, that don't do these live shows with us, you're missing out. You're that's missing where all out. the fun is. It really is. Okay. So without further ado, we're going to be talking about a, another Mark today. And we just mentioned him. So this is going to be the murder about the murder of Kevin Bacon. Not the Kevin Bacon, because he's still with us. But the murderer's name is Mark Latunsky. I don't know if you remember this. I do, because they turned something in Kevin Bacon into into bacon. Yes. <laughs> yes. I do remember this Okay, case. so ready? I'm going to do the full case, because we just touched upon it a little bit. And um, it was it, a mildly. Th- it was from the Creeps for the Creeps episode, and it was sent to us by Brittany Watson. And What's up, Brittany? To say it's horrifically gruesome is an understatement. It has similarities um, to episode 76. Do you remember Armin Maiwis? Didn't he make somebody, they, they, somebody wanted him to cut off their, their junk and they cooked it together? Um, yes. There but was it a, went to waste because it didn't taste right? There was a penis involved. But this in this particular case, the Armin case, um, there was specific instructions with both men and it was 100% agreed upon. So that, oh, was, yeah. that was why that case was different than any other case we've heard when it comes to cannibalism. So. All right. So just so we can clear the air. 
Today is Tuesday, June 6th at 3.33 p.m. No matter whatever happens in my life, I never give anybody permission to cut off my junk and to attempt to eat it and okay. then feed it to me. Even if you try and say you changed your mind. My my mind will never change. Okay, this is on this the is my, record. This is my living testament to this fact. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> I just have to put that out there. So, guys, if you haven't listened to that episode, please do. Because it's... It is a good one. It's horrifying. I, I think I made this face. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> no, he made... Yeah, he made... <gasps> some, and I think he, he tried <gasps> to cross his legs, but that didn't work. But yeah. he tried. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so this case does involve cannibalism. So if that is a trigger for you, you might want to skip it. Okay? It's not talked about in depth like some of the other cases we've done, but it it, it is about cannibalism. And this, this is a real person. So let's get to keep that in mind. So let's start by reintroducing the very sick man that was convicted of murdering a 25-year-old hairdresser named Kevin Bacon, a Michigan man named Mark Latunsky. And um, my autocorrect does not like Mark's last name because there's a red line under it. Do you know you can just add it, right? Why would I do that? I don't know how to do that. What are you talking about? You right-click it and say add to dictionary, and then it fixes it so it doesn't go red anymore. Mark, once I start touching things, sometimes the words come all the way over to the right, and they're small, and then one day That's they right. were all large, Char- and Charity, then it was small. Do not attempt to thank technologize. Yeah, That's right. Thank I you. forget. Yeah. Um, according to Mark's LinkedIn page. Uh, speaking of real quick yeah. of spell check, uh-huh. it's never duck. No. Never. I love that Never meme. duck. That, oh, never. It never. will never be duck. Nope. I will never say. I will nope. never send you duck in a and text. And I get really mad every time it autocorrects because I I use that other word that's not duck a lot. Yes. So it's not duck. No. Apple, please fix that. Yeah. All right. Now I'll stop interrupting. <laughs> Mark's gotten a lot off his chest today. I do. Hot pockets. Not weight, but a lot of other stuff. <laughs> um, so, anyways, like I was saying, according to his LinkedIn page, he was working as a chemist at quote unquote self-employed. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a bit shady. Uh, it has all. It also stated that he got his BS in chemistry at Central Michigan University. He got his MS in chemistry at Iowa State University of Science and Technology. It then stated he went on working as a chemist develop, developing in mine, environmentally safe inks. He claimed he was a research chemist for Flint Inc. and said that he holds more than one patent for lithographic ink. All right. So even if just a little bit of this information is true... Mark does sound like a smart guy who cares about the environment, right? That's if any of it is true at all. Because can't you just pretty much write whatever you want in there? Right. I'm go- I'm going to clip that because you just did say Mark sounds like a pretty smart guy who cares oh, about he's the gonna, environment. He's going to click. He's going to take that out and play it after certain things. In three years, you're going to be like, Mark is right. Whatever. <laughs> um, so anyways, that's at least what he wants people to think of him, if nothing else, right? Um, according to M Live. Mark married Jamie Arnold in 2016. He had met Jamie on Grinder also. And Jamie had this to say to WNEM TV. Quote, when it's somebody, when you met is this kind and gentle soul and they turn into this monster, you don't want to believe it. He said he separated from Mark because of his lifestyle saying, there were times I would come home and there were somebody there. He tried to get me involved. I made dinner and went to bed. I had to get out. I couldn't take that lifestyle anymore. So he went on to say to MLive, to my knowledge, I couldn't force him to see a therapist or take medication. Never in a million years did I think he'd be capable of doing such a horrendous crime. From listening to some of the things Jamie said, it sounds like he must have already had some mental issues brewing. It sounds like he was already dabbling in some interesting sexual behaviors, behaviors his then husband didn't want to be any didn't want any part of. But just because someone has sexual preferences or behaviors doesn't mean they're capable of murder. Let's get into a few things that were documented leading up to Kevin's murder, shall we? Kevin Bacon's murder. Yeah. All right. I need help with this. Shiawasi. Remember, did I say it right? Shiawasi County Dispatch. If you didn't, I like the way you said it. All right, Shiawasi. Guys, correct me. You know, If it's not correct, they should change it because I like the way yeah. that sounded. Shiawasi? I'm on Team Charity here. Oh! <laughs> Anyways, so Shiawasi County Dispatch had have released not one, but two 911 calls from two separate men that were able to escape Mark's grasps. 
On October 10th, 2019, a man visiting from New York called 911, saying he had just escaped from Mark's basement. This was reported by WILX. I don't like all all the drops (laughs) that can be done from this. Oh, this is oh, it gets better and better. Oh, I'm looking forward. I can't wait. The man said he had met Mark at a bus station. He said, "Quote: We went to the store, had a soda. I woke up in his basement. He obviously drugged me. It's not funny, guys. I'm sorry, but like the just the we went we went to have a soda, and then I woke up in his basement. Like that is pretty quick. He went on to say he had a leather strap." to a metal chain. And then he said, he's an idiot. This was recorded on dispatch. He told dispatch that he didn't want to press charges. He just wanted to go home. This man though, did end up filing a federal lawsuit against Mark in 2020. So I don't know. Uh, Police were able to locate him and off he went. So the police were able to rescue this man who had a soda and woke up in a basin chained, which I have to imagine is a pretty scary situation. I came here for a soda. And I got sodomized. A, a ride and a soda. Right. Again, this could be a situation of the police thinking this situation was just some kinky sex between two men that just went a little too far. Right? Hey, teach their own, but I don't think so. I don't think so, but what, what can you do if someone doesn't want to press charges I initially, you. you know? Uh, so another 911 call was made by yet another man on November 25th, 2019. This man said he was trying to get away from a man that had him tied up in his basement. He said, quote, I'm trying to get away from some creepy guy. Uh, first of all, that's an understatement. <laughs> he had me tied up. In, year. <laughs> yeah, he had me tied up in the basement. I'm trying to escape from some guy who had me chained up in his basement. I don't know where I am. <laughs> God. Lucky for this 29-year-old man, he was able to escape from the house and run to a house nearby. He also refused to press charges. And sadly, if one of these men would have pressed charges, maybe Kevin Bacon would still be alive. That's the sad part. It's so sad. But I, I understand they were probably just scared and wanted to forget anything that had ever happened. You know what I mean? That's Wouldn't you, though? Embarrassing, scary. You just want to get away from the whole situation. Okay. Are you ready? I was born ready. Because we're going to fast forward to December 25th, 2019 to see what Mark's going to be doing. (laughs) Mark Latunsky. Yeah, I know Mark's (laughs) over here. The other Mark's over here, like, discovering stuff that he forgot he owned. Yeah, he does this. He does this all the time, guys. Can you hear him? He's like screwing things. What is that? It's an FM transmitter. What do you need it for? I don't know. It's a toy. for something. No, so I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go classic Christian Slater and do pump up the volume. Oh, we could do our own show in the neighborhood. Really? Yes, that's what this is. Right what do you here. mean in the neighborhood? <gasps> we could hook up our thing and broadcast this to people with FM radios could come by and listen. Really? What that is for is when I go to racetracks, it gets hooked up, and then I can broadcast the announcers to everybody in the area. That was charity drinking Sorry. water. <laughs> I this is what I do and I don't mean to because I'm 100% paying attention and listening. So can I also say the episode that we the that we played for this past week um it was really well polished. <laughs> yes, yes, that's when we cared. <laughs> no, 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 that's No, but we, we used to go through and edit, edit, edit everything edit. and now we just the let it roll. Ums, the any deep yeah. breathing sounds like we would microphone be, we punching were super anal. Yeah. Charity but, going like this. Yeah, I do. I don't. I, I'm I literally look at what I'm doing with my hands. This is she how I have to record them. now. Okay, sorry. So December 25th, 2019. This is a day that the family members of Kevin Bacon became extremely worried about him when he didn't show up for Christmas breakfast. The pol- they called the police to request a well check. So obviously that was very uncharacteristic of him not to be with his family on Christmas morning. Police spoke to Kevin's roommate. She said that the last time she saw Kevin was the night before. He told her he was going to meet up with a man he had met on the dating app Grinder. Now, I have definitely heard of this app before, but I don't really know much about it. So, of course, I had to ask Miss Wiki about it. And she didn't let me down, as she never he never lets me down, and this is what she had to say. Okay? I'm excited to hear what Miss Wiki thinks. Grinder is a location-based social networking and online dating application targeted towards members of the gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer community. It was one of the first geosocial apps for gay men when it was launched in March of 2009. So, 
it's a very common app. Yep. I guess. After hearing the information Kevin's roommate was able to give them, the police were able to invest, investigate his Grinder app and find out the name of the man he was going to meet up with. This, of course, led them to knock on the door of Mark Latunsky <laughs> on December 28th. I like how you left that pause there so people think it's me. December 28th, 2019. I found this next bit of information from WNEM5. So I got a bunch of different information from all different places. I'm grabbing at the air, guys. You really are. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just punched it. And she just punched the microphone. Yeah. So everyone, just brace yourselves, okay? When Mark was questioned by police on that day in December of 2019, he admitted to killing Kevin and eating parts of his body. Can you imagine hearing that? No. I would be in shock. Police officer or not, like I know police see and hear horrific things, but to come across something like that has to be, you would think, a once in a lifetime thing, right? Just someone openly saying, hey, yeah, just kill them and ate them. I, oh, I don't know. I just don't get it. Mark was arrested and wouldn't be arraigned until October 23rd, 2020. Earlier that same month, he was evaluated and deemed mentally fit to stand trial after receiving treatment in a Ypsilanti <laughs> Psychiatric what Hospital. Is that? Y-P-S-I-L-A-N-T-I. I'm going to leave that whole <laughs> pause in there because your face was priceless. So he was evaluated over the course of months. So again, I like this technique, right? Oh, you're insane? Well, we're going to evaluate you and we're yep. going to get you sane so that you now can, you know, yes. be tried. So at this hearing, Michigan State Police Trooper Robert Viviano told the court about what he found at Mark's house that December day. He said he found a secret room and inside is where he found Kevin's dead body. Oh boy. And it was mutilated. He said, quote, I immediately pulled my head back and exclaimed, oh my God, oh my God. That's when Officer Wirtz asked what was wrong and I told him to look. Ugh. Trooper Viviano also told the court that when Mark opened the door, he was shirtless and wearing a brown leather kilt. Mm. There's a picture of him in the kilt, guys. So that was his outfit that he liked to wear when he was doing his kinky stuff, I guess. Another Michigan State Police Detective, Sergeant James Moore, took the stand that day as well. He said the room Kevin was found in was full of chains and sex toys, and Kevin was hanging from the ceiling by his feet with an opening underneath him. Oh, so I was wondering if he, I wonder if he was going to, like... I don't know. I don't think I want to know. Disembowel them and stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So he clearly took time to make this secret room and oh, Put a lot, lot of, of work. Yeah. yeah. Sergeant Moore went on to tell the court what Kevin told him the day when he was questioned. He said that Mark told him that Kevin had been suicidal in the past and he was going to help him, quote, disappear. Mark said the two men were laying on the ground when the conversation of how to make Kevin's Kevin's body or make Kevin disappear took place. So, you know, they must have, like, done their thing that they went there to do, and they were just maybe, like, canoodling on the floor. This canoodling. Is this, this is the, 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 this is what I envisioned. They had the encounter. They both were, like, really into whatever they were into, which is whatever, fine, two consenting adults. Case watch word of the week. Canoodling. Canoodling. And so they were canoodling and just talking about life. My eyes are closed. They were talking about life. My and, eyes are now, yep, I'm and, picturing it. And Mark says that Kevin says to him, like, you need to make me... Can you please help me disappear? Okay. Do you see it? I see it. I don't want to, but I see it. Okay. So that was that. Mark then told the detective that he stabbed Kevin in the back of the neck. And when he realized he wasn't dead yet, he slit his throat saying he didn't want him to suffer. Oh. What a nice guy. Just watch that. Yep. <sighs> Sergeant Moore continued with his account, saying Mark then told him that after he killed him, he, quote, went upstairs he saw that in his words, it was a new moon. Does that mean he saw someone mooning from a car? Oh, my God. He's one of these. Is anybody else like to moon? I well, Family I mean, members and stuff or I friends? I, I Maybe years ago when it's kinda, I was more in shape. It's kind of one of my go-tos. <laughs> I've never been mooned by charity. No, so. you have not. No, nope, haven't. I guess I've missed out, guys. It's you not seen, something I would do. You've seen one bum. You've seen them all. It's not something I would do because I'm getting older and things have settled incorrectly. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I hope my moon is still intact, but whatever. So he saw the new moon. 
He said, nor- sure did. <laughs> he said, normally he eats Rocky Mountain oysters. You guys know what those are? Yep. Anybody else? I think everybody knows what that is. And said, instead of eating the ones in his freezer, so he kept these in the freezer for the new moon, guys. He wow. decided to use the testicles of Kevin Bacon. Oh. I feel bad for Kevin. Me too. Mark's mean, guys. No, I'm not. I could have left that part in. <laughs> Trust me, nobody wanted to hear it. Actually, everybody wants no. to hear that part. The sergeant uh, went on to tell the courts that Mark had All to- right, we need to clarify. I just had to delete something out of the podcast. <laughs> so people just don't think it's we're randomly all of a sudden starting to laugh. Charity may or may not have accidentally let something slip it was, audibly it from was- her mouth. Not a fart, which everyone else is thinking. It, she may have said something, and it was really weird and sounded funny. No, it didn't sound funny it. until Mark looped it together. Yes, that was So funny. it took us about a minute to come back, guys. I just wanted to see, you guys need to see the behind the scenes. Yeah, this is what makes it fun. <sighs> so Mark took a it picture. It was very similar to that, just a lot more drawn out. Stop. Mark took a picture that was put into evidence. Gross. So he, t- he photographed. He must have photographed either the testicles he cut off. Or some of the, oh, these people. I you don't, know what? He, I guarantee he's the new influencer. Because look at all those food snobs that will post pictures of their plate. Uh, he's probably, look at my Rocky Mountain oysters. They're not even hairy. Grow. Grow. Wouldn't, if you cook them, wouldn't the hair burn off? I don't know. I've never cooked Doesn't them. Doesn't hair burns? I, I couldn't tell and you. how do you know, know they you were boil, hair? I don't know if you boil them. How do you know they weren't hairless? I, I don't know. I can tell you, like, that sometimes is quite a task and draws blood, so you got to be careful. And moving on. The skillet that he had cooked his new friend's testicles in went to forensics. Oh, boy. Kevin's DNA was found in the skillet, and Mark's DNA was found on the handle. Ew. There was also a knife found in Mark's dresser drawer with his DNA on the handle and Kevin's on the blade. Dr. Patrick Hansma revealed at the hearing that Kevin's cause of death was blood loss due to the sharp force and injuries to the neck. So that one was did kill him. Reports were brought forth stating that Kevin had an antidepressant in his blood. Mark's public defender at the time, Douglas Corwin, said that Mark was simply assisting Kevin in committing suicide. Sergeant Moore also spoke of the grinder message found between the men. He said in one message, Kevin... Um, want, wanted to be reassured he would be safe after they were together, quote unquote. So from the sounds of it to me, Kevin was just looking for a kinky hookup, not yeah, to be killed. Pretty sure this strange mark maybe read the signs a little differently. You think? Just saying. And why would you, why would you, so, all right, so clearly the kinky act they were doing involved some some type of pain, but not murder, obviously, right? Because that that clearly is what they were into like-minded yeah he did I, not expect to be killed because why would you say I, i'm gonna be safe right I'm i gonna don't be get safe. the pain aspect like you should hear me when i stub my toe like that's not even good yeah mark stood by his claim at the time of this arraignment that he was helping him in pleading not guilty now let's skidoo forward to october 2022 mark's trial The judge was circuit court Judge Matthew Stewart. There was a full two days of testimony in the case of Kevin Bacon's death. The then 53-year-old Mark Latunsky had changed his plea of not guilty to guilty of murder, but still claimed he was helping Kevin, not hurting him. So first of all, Mark liked the younger fellows very much, it seemed. According to MLive.com, Shiawassee County Prosecutor Scott Coroner said Mark had time to change his mind about killing Kevin. He also said that Mark told police he was planning to buy a dehydrator to make jerky out of Kevin's muscle. That one made me like really nauseous when I heard that. And I love that Jack Link's teriyaki nuggets too. Now I don't think I can eat them anymore. Do you know I make my own beef jerky? You do? Yeah, my air fryer has a dehydration on it and it's, I'll make you some. I'll make you some. Do you like just regular jerky? After we're talking about this. Mark. I like teriyaki. I'll make you teriyaki. I don't know how, I don't know how to do that. Like, I'm I interested do. now. I am so multifaceted. You don't even know me. <laughs> I know you very well. <laughs> and now you know that I know how to make beef jerky. Yes, with your air fryer. My air fryer. He went on to say that death is not what Kevin wanted. Kevin wanted a fetish. He wanted to be protected. He wanted to be sure he was going to go home. MLive.com also reported that Mark's lawyer... Mary Chartier said, now, 
this he he obviously has gotten himself a real lawyer at this point. So I don't know if he had fam- family members that helped him with money or whatnot. But anyways, Mary said her client did not plan to kill Kevin. And when police came to his door, he opened it up and let them right in, knowing Kevin was dead in his home. She said a person in Mr. Latunsky's shoes, in his mindset, has to have fully evaluated the consequences of the killing. Apparently, Mark asked Kevin via text if he had any medical issues that would get in the way of their fetish. Chartier said he would not have done that if he wanted to kill him before the victim came over. I don't believe that. I don't believe any of this. Because. I call shenanigans. He could have. Okay. So he could have had this conversation. And as soon as Kevin walked through his door, that's when he made the conscious decision to say, we're going to do our kinky stuff and then I'm going to kill him. All right. Hold on. Let's ask Kevin. Oh, we can't because the poor man's not with us anymore. The poor man has been killed. Such a young man too. 25 years old. None of the defense's arguments would work, and Mark Latunsky was found guilty of first-degree murder. Here is what Judge Stewart had to say, according to ML Live. The court finds that this is a crime of cold calculation. Kevin Bacon's death was Mark Latunsky's design. Mark was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole for the murder of 25-year-old Kevin Bacon. And um, I think we should end this episode by reading some of the impact statements from Kevin Bacon's family, so um, he's not to be forgotten. I agree. So Kevin Bacon's family uh, delivered prepared statements that they couldn't read themselves, so they had people read them for them. That's how upset, clearly, they were about their their loved one's death. So uh, I'll just start reading some. I don't understand how anyone could want to hurt my son, especially in such a horrific and unbelievable way. God's chalk said while reason reading Van Horn's statement. So Van Horn was his mother and Gottschalk was the person who was reading it. He would have done anything for anyone, even if he had to use his last penny. Oh, that's so sad. My son was no angel or saint, but he was an angel to us and he will always will be. Isn't that the truth, right? Mm -hmm. The day I learned of Kevin's death, a part of me died with him because he was my first best friend, brother and protector. Oh, Um, So that was Jennifer Bacon's statement. Kevin's father, Carl Bacon, could not attend the sentencing because he was sick. And so his statement was, losing a child is like losing a piece of yourself. After your children are born, you spend years nurturing and teaching them how to be a good person. With Kevin, we had that taken away from us too early, just as he was about to become the man he was going to be. That is so sad. And so uh, Latunsky had this to say. To Mr. Bacon's family, I know nothing can ease your suffering, and I know that the weight of your pain is without measure. But it is my hope that perhaps today's sentence will be a small amount of comfort in what I know is enormity, enormity of hurt. I, I, I don't even know if I could make a statement if I was somebody who took someone's child. There's I, nothing you could say that could possibly yeah. make them feel any better from to hear from the person that. I, I just, I don't know how I, I feel about that. I don't want to hear from them at all. I don't I think would I would either. Like, shut your damn mouth. And just go away. Yep. I don't I, want to see your face. I don't want to see your mind. It's, it's hard enough to hear the details going through a trial of exactly what happened to your child in such a horrific manner as this and that he was defiled after death. I don't know, honestly, how I could even be in there. No. It, you hear the worst of the worst. This case, well, especially. Imagine being in there and having to sit and hear that. How many, how many courtrooms like this have we seen family members try to lunge at the killer? Oh, I, I would. And that's what I'm saying. It, the, the emotions 100%. are so high, um, and I didn't want to get into it, but people can absolutely read more about about Kevin Bacon from um, accounts from his friends. He was. An amazing friend. He was a hard worker. He was actually attending college um, as well as his dream of being a hairdresser. And he should not be shunned just because he had maybe a fetish or something that he liked to do. Because you know what? That that doesn't that means nothing about a person. People in glass houses should not throw stones because every single one of us yep. listening, I know a lot of our creeps' names. We all have little weird things that we like we sure that would be embarrassing for the world to find out. So yeah. people in glass houses should not throw stones. Well, and, and who cares what he does in his bedroom, right? He he was a good person. He was caring. Yeah. And even if he wasn't to be taken like that is just disgusting. I don't know. How can you eat somebody after they're dead like that? I can't even imagine. Like what was going through? I want to know what was going through his mind or was he really 
I don't know. Did he really, did he have a mental break at, for a moment and then come back? Because they say that happens to people. I don't know. I think this guy was doing weird stuff for a long time and he was just advancing up the ladder. I agree. Weirdness. Listening to his ex-husband. Yep. Also, I think that he, he, I don't, I don't know. I think he just, you're right. I think he just got twisted. And I think the only reason he was, I don't, I don't think he was going to try to plead insanity. I think the only reason they had him evaluated in the first place was because he did something very strange. Of course, strange. something has yeah. to be wrong if you're going to do something like that. So, I don't know, guys, but this case was. I'm glad you expanded upon. I it. had to after we read a little bit of it. I yeah. absolutely had to. One hundred percent. So, somebody sent a text message into the Case Watch Crime Creeps voicemail and text line, which is six zero three two one two forty six hundred. Yes. And it actually was a really good idea. Oh. So basically every episode, I'm going to start putting some more stuff in the show notes of causes and things that we can do to help. I like that. So if you, as crime creeps, have something that is of meaning to you, something that you would like included in the show notes, please reach out to us and go to our, go to our social media and send us a Facebook message. Um, also, I got a message from somebody who said they are just like me and they're not good with internet stuff at all and just wanted to know if they were to buy some of our swag, where to go, because they are confused. Oh, Charity, that's super, super easy. I actually have an answer for you. You do? For all the shirts and stuff like that, which there is some new stuff up there, which I did a while ago with the cool handprint on the yes, front. Yes, I love that. You just go to crimecreeps.com. I just wore mine the other day, you know, the one I DIY'd. Yeah, unfortunately, all mine shrunk, so I, none of them, I can't wear them anymore. Aww. I should order a new one. Yeah, you should order a new one. This one right here is my favorite, that one. Yeah, I get. I want to get that one. I do, do love that Do we have that, that one. one in a t-shirt, too? Yep, have it in everything. Uh, Sophie's favorite one is the one she's on. Of course. I just added these, like, crop hoodies for women that are, like, short. <gasps> Mark, you should get a crop hoodie. Who wants it? Guys, who wants to see Mark in a crop? Oh, my God, that's awesome. Oh, Mark, did you see? Nobody the, wants to see me porky. Did you see the person thing. who put the picture of the jeans in the crime creep page with the with the holes in the bums? And I said we should yeah, get these for Mark. Nobody wants to see that <laughs> fog. I can tell you that. That's Sophie's favorite one. I love. Oh, it's a tote bag. I, I didn't know we had tote bags. We have, we have all this and all the different stuff. I'm getting tote myself bags. a tote bag. We have everything. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Go to crimecreeps.com. I'm There's going tons to of this merch over there. I actually have one of the team Sophie shirts right over I'm there. I'm gonna buy myself a tote bag. That's exciting. Oh, guys, again, to help us out, if you want to keep us going here, would be wonderful if you could leave us five stars. Anywhere you can leave a review would yes. be amazing. You don't even have to say anything. We love reading things you guys say, but we if you don't want to say anything. We have a couple people that don't like us and like to leave negative reviews, which is fine. That's fine. You're entitled to do that, but you can tell they're just people that don't like us. They either like, don't like us or they, they- These people don't even talk crime. Mark goes off on tangents. Yeah. Of course he does. That's why you guys like us. Yeah. Well, not everyone's cup of tea, guys. And that's okay. Yeah, because everyone else's cup of tea is cold and gross. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.